Blog Talk Radio.
are listening to the Truth to Power show, and I am Beverly. Every Sunday at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, there's drumming across the planet to raise the vibration. And so we're part of that drumming. But also we have a guest with us uh, this Sunday here, and his name is Justin Petty, but I will uh, let him pronounce his uh, name here, too, that he used. And I'm going to let him uh, introduce himself. Uh, Justin, thank you for joining us this evening. Well, good evening. Good evening. How are you? Uh, my name Great. is Hi, How are you? Uh, yeah, uh, best, better known as uh, Mudubaki. Uh, Mudubaki. Um, Mudubaki. Okay. Mudubaki, yeah. I'm coming in from uh, Detroit, Michigan, so it's a pleasure to be here. Yes. It's a pleasure to have you, uh, as we say in Detroit. What's up, though? (laughs) Yeah, what up, though? (laughs) (laughs) I actually have a what up, though uh, shirt on right now. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Excellent. I don't get to talk to, uh, I'm sitting right here in Detroit. I usually talk to people everywhere else, so it's a pleasure to have you with us tonight. Uh, tell us, what what do you do? What, what, what are you involved in? What's going on? Um, well, you know, uh, through the years I've been involved in, in, in many, wear worn many hats. Um, you know, uh, as my bio stated, I was uh, heavily involved in, you know, the um, I still remain heavily involved in the uh, food security movement here in Detroit. Um, was one of the early groundbreakers at Detail Farm. Uh, shout out to Baba Malik for his wonderful leadership. Hey, Baba Malik, um, is, he's going to he's going to join us uh, the twentieth. Okay, Malik. okay. So mm-hmm. I was a I was a a, a young uh, a young underling under him. You know, gaining this teachings as a youngster coming up. Um and uh in that you, movement I also be- Yeah, I actually was uh one of the uh educators, you know. I um I helped spearhead the uh the gardening program there and uh, you know oh, and that's yeah. how we got involved yeah, in the D Town. Yeah, okay, so that's how we okay. got involved in D Town. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I my granddaughter I sent her there. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, all right. So I may, I may have, mm-hmm. I may have been one of her educators. So it was a you probably was. <laughs> yeah, I um, love the farming. Well, how you had the children to do the farming, I love that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. I um, didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Oh no, no, no. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, you know, but it's it's part of a you know. Uh, our movement, you know, to uh, of a of a better life, of uh, concepts of liberation, you know, um, and moving in that regard, I uh, ventured um, into because the reason we started working with the youth and food in particular as an educator, uh, we realized the connection between nutrition and mood, health, and everything else. So we wanted to make sure youth had an early orientation and exposure to good food, and um, in that path of studying uh, where our people were, you know, and what was needed and some of the challenges that we had, um, you know, to put it plain, I realized that the essential issue was the issue of consciousness, 
um, and how to transform that consciousness into a new concept of being. Um, so in that regard, I, I began studying under another, you know, Detroit luminary, um, uh, Baba Kalindi E.E., and in that regard, um, studying traditional African martial arts, um, we stumbled upon, you know, the, the ancient traditional approaches um, of martial arts and understanding that the science was about uh, the war within, for lack of a better word, or the refining of self, not necessarily the uh, physical aspect, even though that was a, you know, major pillar in the work that we did in African martial arts. It also dealt with the inner refinement. In that pursuit, uh, we came across the um, teaching, his teachings, and the teachings of our ancients, you know, which spoke about uh, tapping to a higher realm of existence through uh, ancient traditional rituals with uh, what we call entheogens or sacred plant medicine. So um, over the last couple of decades, you know, we've been working to educate our people to traditional approaches to that aspect of tapping within the inner realms of wisdom, you know, as alluded in, you know, Black Panther and the purple leaf plant and everything else. So, yeah. Wow, yeah. And so you uh, you are studied under Kalita. Kalita, yeah. You, you say, yeah, you, you studied under him. He was really uh, known also in, uh, with his uh, karate. Was that what it was? Jujutsu? What, you, what was uh, it? <laughs> the system was uh, called uh, uh, Asaki. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're saying okay. uh, traditional African martial arts, but you know, respect okay. you know, in respect to those, you know, traditional systems, yeah. Okay, okay. Yep. And and, and so now you you're building uh the market in Detroit, uh from D Farms. It started with D Farms and now you have building a supermarket. Uh yeah, okay. yeah. Um yeah, and my my particular work, you know, with uh, D Town and everything, you know, I've faded in the background as a as a supporter of which, you know, and a, a you mm-hmm. know volunteer whenever I can. But yeah, they they evolved to the point in which there's going to be a, a market opening up, you know, in Detroit on Woodward Avenue, a uh, mm-hmm. co-op market, you know, based on you know good healthy food, you know, uh, grown, you know, from the people of here in Detroit. You know, so you know that's a beautiful thing. You know, that's that's the yeah. outgrowth of you know years of hard work and focus. You know. Right, I, and I look forward to them expanding and having more than just one store. Absolutely, on different sides you know. of town. Because mm-hmm. you know they started with um, whole foods. And that started out to be healthy, but then I heard that Monsanto ended up purchasing it. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's you know, and totally the, different. Yeah. And that's what the DBFSN is about, you know, the Black Pools, Detroit Black Pool Security Network, you know, years ago realized that uh, food systems have been hijacked by, you know, major corporations and, you know, the first step to empowerment of our people and our community is control of our food, you know, and at least a very basic knowledge of where our food comes from and establishing systems of growth and distribution, you know, where our people and also access where our people can access 
you know, these foods. So, you know, this is a yeah. major step, but it's a, you know, big work follows, right? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So tell us uh, yeah. what you do. With, don't you have a program with the children that you take them out or something like that? Yes. Um, uh, so uh, tell us about that. Yeah, uh, Rites of Passage. Uh, we have a, a Rites of Passage uh, Sons of Peru program that uh, we've been doing for about uh, 11 years now. Uh, me and my partner, uh, Brother Kundaja, and uh, we focus on the groups from 9 to 13, well, 9 to 11, and then another cohort from uh, 13 to 15, and working on having a cohort from 17 to 19. Um, and, you know, the focus is traditional rites of passage, which, um, as we know, rites of passage extends throughout our life. You know, it's just really not a particular age range. We've learned to move in our different age groupings. But, um, yeah, we've been doing it. Um, it focuses on our uh, young brothers. Um, we, um, you know, meet weekly, you know, uh, um, and we have monthly outings, and the whole focus is empowerment of the young brothers. So our sessions are on physical fitness, you know, martial arts, um, African culture, um, and skill development in the sense of uh, actually use of tools and communication and everything else so that they can, you know, strong, you know, and move through this world with a, with a straight back, you know. Right. Um, as a COVID uh, kind of slow things, like of all things. So, oh, excuse me, yeah, mm-hmm. with the COVID thing, we kind of slowed no. down. So we're working to get mm-hmm. back on it. Yeah. Okay, so you and so you take a group of uh, this is for men, young boys. I mean, it's this yeah. co-op, and this is mostly young boys. These young, these are young guys and um, young men. Okay. And so, okay. Okay. After. After about a year of this this uh, meetings, we have a um, a rites of passage, you know, I guess trial for lack of a better word. And what we do is we encourage, you know, fathers if they're you know available or uncles whoever to come on out. You know, I have some land, and what we do is we have them go through their rites of passage trials, you know, uh, which you know and deals with you know everything from starting a fire to identifying. Uh, naturally growing herbs and other things, you know. And so after that, you know, week-long trial, they come back home and have a, a crossing-over ceremony in which they're accepted back to the community. Um, so, so, yeah. Good. And I, I'm, I'm quite sure that keeps a lot of them um, out of the gangs and things like that because they get a whole different perspective, especially you taking Absolutely. them out of the city's vibration and t- putting them into nature. Yeah, and and how long do they stay up there? How long do they stay? For a week. For a week. A week? Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. And so, you know, one of the um, creative challenges we have is, uh, you know, actually getting a participation, believe it or not, of parents. You know, know, we have a lot of interest from parents, but then the actual follow-through of them, bringing them, making sure that they – bring the youth consistently because consistency is one of the things that we press amongst the young brothers mm-hmm. to show up, be there, you know, on time. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's one of the things we, you know, are working around now, you know, because uh, sometimes we have 
we have a tug of war. So whenever the sports uh, season comes, then it's us versus basketball or us versus football or, you know, mm-hmm. so, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, much respect to all of those aspects, but uh, leadership training is important as well. So trying to make sure exactly. that we coincide with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, this this is something that's like, you know, our, our, especially young men, our black young men, and, you mm-hmm. know, this is something that they need to do. It needs to spread, too. Like, look at Philadelphia and Chicago. Look how they having all the youth killing each other, you know, and they, mm-hmm. they need to have a program like this also to uh, just kind of spread. Yeah. Take back our young people. Yeah, you know, a lot of it uh, just stems from insecurity. You know, two of the biggest biggest aspects we've understood is the um, aspect of uh, courting and self-defense. That's what we, um, our young Mm men, um, grow up with insecurities of the ability to defend themselves or feel secure in their environment, so they have to overextend that aspect. And it comes down to actual physical space being secure in a physical okay. space. So um, a lot of the gun violence stems from the feeling of the inability to fend off an actual physical aggression or even social aggression, you know. And so in that regard, you re- mm-hmm. you, you turn to something drastic, you know. Um, and a lot of that stems from insecurities with your ability to socially interact, you know, and, um, oftentimes with um, young ladies, you know. So... Um, and it's not it's th- those are two sciences that you know often go unnurtured in our young men, and so those insecurities manifest in you know undue violence uh undue disrespect of our young ladies and irresponsible behaviors you know because they haven't been taught those you know and so when a young man can move through this world uh, confidence intelligence confident in his ability to secure his personal space and confidence and ability to engage as he matures potential mates um, is very important in his psychological health um, and so what is important to that is to have a skill set first off confidence um, that you have skill sets, that you are competent. So that's what we make sure they have skill sets. Two, that they know how to protect their physical self. And three, that they have these social skills, um, the ability to have a conversation, the ability to know how to dress, the ability to even know how to dance. Um, and these things are essential, along with the ability to make a fire and, you know, pitch a tent and find water where there's no water and, you know, appreciate nature, um, all of these things. You know, we work to cultivate the young men. Yeah, and and that and, and females they they love to be around uh, a confident uh, man. Mm-hmm. That that plays a, a real important difference. Now, yeah, also, yeah. what about the the uh, mushrooms? Kind mm-hmm. of enlighten us with the mushrooms. Yeah. Um, so part of part of my work is, uh, you know, um, my, now to uh, my teacher uh, Baba Kalindi E. Um, we worked to recently have proposal E pass, which decriminalized the um, possession and use of uh, sacred plant medicines, in particular the sacred mushroom. 
you know, um, and why that was important to us is because um, over the years I've been doing and we've been doing, um, rest in peace, Bobby, uh, we've been doing work to help and deal with um, depression and addiction. And beyond that, just the lethargy of spirit that our people deal with. And we've been using this uh, ritual and ceremonies to enliven the spirit. And so luckily we've had that passage. So I've been working um, to do that in our community, work with psychedelic therapy, uh, also to use it as a um, tool for um, engagement, like I say, enlivening of the spirit. So trying to educate our community because right now there's such a taboo around it that they don't understand that um, that we don't understand that this is an ancient uh, traditional, you know, um, usage that um, has been kind of suppressed. It was one of the original things that were taken from us as a birthright, and so um, we try to re-educate our people and give our people a proper context, so they don't just see it as a traditional mainstream hippie thing, but as a, a very ancient. Uh, sacred approach to to tapping into a higher higher spirit and uh becoming greater. Yeah. And you know, uh, and I was one of those, uh, I remember when Calente I was supposed to meet up and and get some uh, uh mushrooms from him mm-hmm. and I chicken out because okay. I was part of that. <laughs> you know, I'm like, Understood. oh my if I'm going to go on the trip, am I coming back or what's up? So I chicken out. Um, oh, man. So, you know. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of, you know, um, uh, good information and bad information out here. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of taboos and a lot of just psychological approaches we have. You know, we've been such so disaffected through this um, scourge of, you know, drugs and everything else that, you know, it's no blame for any of us to have some apprehension. You know what I'm saying? But, um, right. it's re- yeah, it's a very safe and sacred thing. Um, and what, what kind of, what I was kind of uh, afraid of was when people, they were saying, make sure you have somebody with you when mm-hmm. you uh do that, and I was thinking, well, oh my God, am I going to fly out the window? What am I going? You know, that kind of. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. why well, do I mean... they suggest that that people be with you if you uh, take, especially for the first time? I imagine. Oh yeah, well they they do that um, simply because you know it's a it's an awesome event. You know, for most people, it's the okay. you know as, as the statistics show, for a lot of people, it's the most one of the most uh, powerful events in their life. And so um, sometimes they need grounding. You know, sometimes they need, you know, people are like, oh, my God, is this real? Um, there's a dilation of time, you know, in which uh, minutes will seem like days. You know, and you'll be like, okay, okay. You know, um, and then there's also just the aspect of you physically, you know, may needing to go to the bathroom or you you may want some water and things of that, having someone to assist you and make sure you're comfortable and okay. things of that nature. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. 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 And how long do it do it last? Is it individual or uh, is it a certain time that it lasts? Uh, depending on the dosage, 
um, in a certain setting, um, but it, it lasts four to six hours, you know, and uh, oh, okay. depending on the dosage, yeah, and it's visual and it's uh, physical, you know, um, like I said, depending on the dosage. Um, it allows you to tap into ancestral memories to heal personal memories to uh, peer into potentials, you know, uh, blind spots, uh, all of those things that um, sometimes our subconscious overrides and overlooks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so, all right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so when they uh, when they legalize. Uh, marijuana, they also legalized the use of mushrooms too? No, they didn't. Um, at that point, they did. mushrooms, yeah, mushrooms are still considered a Schedule One. you know, in terms of as a potent as heroin, and that's an interesting story behind that. Um, they, they rank it as, you know, some of the most highest, you know, criminalized substances. That's why we had to work to get a decriminalized you know, um, so um, one of the reasons because uh, when the government first discovered it or when the West, you know, uh, white folks or white, you know, discovered it, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. they first labeled it telepathy, you know, for its ability to expand uh, psychic awareness and consciousness. Um, and so mm-hmm. um, in that regard, they began testing it and they began to create synthetic compounds like LSD. And they began testing it on uh, society, you know, you know, just putting it in Kool-Aid, uh, you know, different events without people knowing it and sitting back and watching what happens. And um, what they found were two things. Uh, one, that it did increase psychic ability, but it also created inadvertently a movement. Um, now, they did this because they were trying to compete with the Russians who had a psychic program, and they felt that this was a way to you know, um, compete with the Russians in terms of psychic abilities and find a way mm-hmm. to create what they call truth serums. But anyway, as they began to experiment mm-hmm. on the population, people began to organize and movement started. And so such Greenpeace, the women's movement, um, all of these movements sprung up because it expanded the consciousness of people. And so they realized, like, uh-oh, oh. you know, we, let out a, <laughs> we let out a genie. Let's put it back in the bottle. You know, and uh, okay. just like marijuana, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, you know, marijuana today is not like the marijuana back in the day. At least I know it don't smell like it, and and it don't have any seeds. <laughs> nah. So how is it real, and it don't have any seeds? And what well, they, <laughs> they hybridize it? I mean, well, not hybridize it, but they just. You know, they grew what they call sesamelia, which is no stems, no seeds, theoretically. Um, And that's basically a female version of the plant. You know, traditional marijuana, as, you know, was known back in the day, was grown as a hermaphrodite. In other words, like the pollen of the male plant, you know, fertilized the female or the seeds of the male plant got pollinated by the female. So it, it was a hermaphrodite. So they began to grow male and female plants only. And so the male plant is called hemp, which is a very useful, powerful, you know, textile. And then the female plant is what they call cannabis, which is that sticky green stuff we know now, you know. So they learn to separate the male from the female. Yeah. Wow. They did it in Mm -hmm. the plant world. 
<laughs> yeah, wow. and it started it started started as a result of the drug war, you know, in the United States, you know, spraying spraying the fields of the Mexican marijuana growers. So they began to grow it indoors, and set of some of the medallions decided to separate the males from the female plants, and that's what started it. So. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. The so do you think that? You know, Okay. Do you think it's more potent nowadays than it was back in the day, or is it oh, absolutely, yeah. So now they they got all how they get all these different. Some people say some some of it make you like uh, up like uppers, and some bring you down. So they putting stuff in it. Or how is it? Um, well, I, mean, I mean, back um, in the day, it was just you smoke weed, just smoke weed. I mean, unfortunately, they are, you know, now, you know, they're putting, you know, different producers, depending on who you're getting them from, they're putting things like uh, growth rate, GRPs, or growth, or what they call GRH, growth regulator hormones, um, other things that make it smell or stick or harden or grow extra fast. Mm-hmm. Um but there are very potent strains that they're just growing, just like a good farmer who can cultivate a tomato to be a prized type of tomato. They just a lot of people just know how to work the genetics. But then there are a lot of there are more and more actors out here who are, you know, going with the sly and slick methods of quick production. Mm. Now Brand now can you do the mushrooms like that? I mean, are you able to grow some in your backyard or in the house? like you're able to do the cannabis? Absolutely, yeah. So, I, you know, I teach classes on how to cultivate um, in your home, and that's one of the benefits of Proposal E is that it allows for, you know, us to cultivate in our home, you know. So I teach people how to do that, and, you know, yep. Okay. So how do yeah. people contact you if they want to join your class? Um, you can contact me at um, on Instagram at Mudu Baki. Um, that's M O U D O U B A Q U I. M O U D O U B A Q U I on Instagram, um, and yeah, just DM me. Um, okay. Direct message me or message me um, through Instagram. Uh, or you can um, actually, well, I better not do that. <laughs> I was going to say okay, okay, well, that's good. There, but I wasn't Instagram. Gonna do that. Yeah, no, yeah, no. just hit your Instagram. Just, they mm-hmm. can contact you on Instagram, okay? And you'll teach mm-hmm. uh, how to grow the uh, mushrooms. You, do they grow them inside, outside, or it doesn't matter? Um, inside, or. generally, you can't grow okay. them outside. You know, um, that's an advantage okay. technique. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And then this applies to, you know, medicinal mushrooms as well, you know, gourmet mushrooms. So now the medicinal ones, do they help with you know, a lot of people are smoking the uh cannabis for the pain and arthritis and things like that. Does the mushrooms do the same thing? Oh yeah. And they yeah, kinda help with pain. Yeah, they they've been proven to be some of the most ancient and potent medicines, you know, on the earth. Um, you know, like lion's mane is now being considered one of the top uh, 
supplements for dementia, you know. Um, you have lion's mane mushroom, you know. Um, you have the Ganoderma, which is considered a very potent uh, mushroom as a uh, to help people who are going through, you know, cancer treatments, you know, which helps just as well as turkey tail. You know, you have amazing uh, cordyceps, which help to uh, increase the utilization of oxygen of the body by up to 25% and increase the energy. You know, you have amazing thousands of different mushrooms with amazing benefits. It's just the tip of the iceberg. Um, it's something that, of course, as we say, Big Pharma didn't want us to know about because they're so potent. Mm-hmm. Um, you have mushrooms that can actually reverse radiation in the soil, you know, and make it healthy again. That can eat up oil, you know, in the water and make it healthy again. You have mushrooms. Yeah. You have mushrooms that can replace cement. You have mushrooms that can replace styrofoam. You have mushrooms that can replace leather. You have mushrooms that can replace meat if we need to. You know, um, it's an amazing yeah. I eat, world. Yeah, I eat mushrooms, and it tastes like you're eating a steak if you know how to season it and and things like that. It really do taste like meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, chicken <laughs> in the woods tastes, tastes good as, or better than some chicken, you know. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. The lobster well, variety, you have it. And we probably really need that in in Michigan because you know the oil field was over in Ohio, and so you know they have polluted the the soil and everything else, the water. And Absolutely, that's referred to as a um, mycological bioremediation using the mycelium, but um, that's under what we call legislative capture right now. You know, in which uh, one of the original patents was put out by um, one of them, was known by a guy named Paul Stamets. And um, what occurred was, uh, here's an example of how the patent world works. He put out a patent um, to utilize oyster mycelium to clean up oil in the river. And so mm-hmm. through, you know, through the market capture, what they did was then somebody put a patent in to do um oil capture in a river within 200 miles of the city. Another person did oil capture within uh, 20 miles of a farm. And so through all of these various patents, it limited the ability for people to um, actually create businesses and do this, you know, because it would be considered a patent violation, believe it or not, to do this. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So... Of course, there are renegade groups out here who do it, but it's nothing like you can just say, yeah, the city of Detroit announces we're cleaning up Detroit River. With no, you can't do that, um, unfortunately. Um, but you know, there like are many of us. To, they should put be able to put it in their water treatment, you know. Oh, yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that could be done mm-hmm. potentially, you know. Um, you know, it's, it's market capitalism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know how they go. Mm-hmm. So, but like I said, there are groups out here who are doing it on small scales. You know, um, the ecological mm-hmm. projects doing great success with it. You know, okay. yeah. I, I, amazing so, potential. Yeah, that would have been a good uh, business opportunity too. Um, mm-hmm. 
to do that, mm-hmm. to clean up the soil. They got a lot of cleanups going to have to be happening with all of this that they are doing to the population. Yeah. So um, yeah. I'm, I noticed we have a lot of uh, neighborhood farms um, mm-hmm. in the city, yeah. too. And so that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a good thing that people are becoming putting on, they use those vacant lots. Do you have any part in that situation? Uh, you know, I, I like to say, you know, we did, um, you know, like in an early phase, you know, of the time farm movement, like conceptualizing how to start a food movement, uh, we started a program mm-hmm. called Groundbreakers. Um, and one of the things we did was, you know, for anybody that wanted to start a garden, you know, we would mob show up mob style we show up 10 deep early saturday morning and prep their space plan it out and uh mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and so yeah we were big advocates i've been a big advocate for many years of you know transforming vacant lots so i'm working with a project now um which i'm very proud of uh, uh which is um rescue my nature now over here on uh Derby and John R., which is a, a huge uh, urban farm project, working on a farmer's market and a couple of greenhouses and things. So, yeah, yeah, put in a lot of work. Okay, that. okay. Yeah. Is, is, that, uh, is that Holland Park or Detroit? That's I in don't Detroit. remember what that No. Yeah, that's in that the – um, um, Where is it close to? I can't play, picture the street. That's over near – the um, State Fair uh, region, State Fair. Area. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's you know. John are up in there. Okay. Yeah, we're there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So it's a, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful project, and that's a, it's a mushroom installment. There, we're gonna be uh, cultivating medicinal mushrooms. You know, and educating people. We we did a nice program this summer, educating youth, mm-hmm. Detroit youth, on how to cultivate. And, the health benefits of them. So we're going to expand that, you know, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so are you able ahead. to, that sounds good. Are you able to, uh, people are able to open up shop with the mushrooms like they do the cannabis? Um, well, of course, well, not necessarily to the uh, proposal. The proposal allows for uh, therapy and um, access you can't necessarily you can yeah you can't open up a shop especially for like the medicinal and the gourmets um, mm-hmm. to put them right out there um, you can yeah you can essentially you know um, mm-hmm. you know of course you have to um, make you sure it's not all the therapeutic model yeah it's not it's not just you know you know we so yeah if you're in a, a hospital model or therapeutic model. Well, it's a lot of people that have arthritis and pain and all of that stuff. So yeah, it could be so useful. Yeah, um, I offer you know psychedelic therapy as well, um, and that's for a different type of pain. That's for that deep, you know, spirit pain and that, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and achieving. Okay. You know, so yeah. So yep. Um, it's it's an opportunity so your you know classes, I try to bring it for our community. Mm-hmm. That's good. Now your classes this for anyone or this is just the youth that that you are doing. Oh no, this is for anyone. Any age. Um, 
Yeah. Okay. The yeah, so the um yeah, the cultivation class for any any age. Um then I have a therapy class that's for mainly adults, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's, okay. Yeah, it's and, a beautiful and future. Like... Mhm. Mhm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I just say I'm just excited because no. I want our community to really get engaged in it because uh, it's something other communities have been using um, just over the last thirty years, and you know, just the impact it's had on society. You know, but but anyway, that's a whole nother discussion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, and our people need to know about it. I mean, you're doing great yeah, things yeah. here, innovative well, things, and we don't even know about yeah. it. Well, I'll give you an Most example. So, like okay. Tim Jobs, you know, the um, founder of Apple, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, you know, one of the early rules of Apple was that you couldn't work for Apple in the early days if you didn't have an entheogenic or psychedelic experience because you wouldn't understand the conceptualization of the future. So, um, Alex okay. Crick, you know, one of the, uh, uh, who was recognized for helping to design or conceptualize the structure of the DNA helix, um, he came across that understanding under an entheogenic experience, you know, um, as well as, you know, Bill Gates and many others, you know, Silicon Valley utilizes it. So it's a way to tap into um, the gnosis, as they call it, or the realm of mm-hmm. knowledge. And it's been used, you know, it's been alluded to in Kemet and all of our ancient rituals, but it's something that um, our people have been made taboo and fearful of. So we, yeah. we, 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 you know, we're more... Uh, standoffish in any community about this, but it's actually uh, us that can benefit most from it. So, you know, it's really about just trying to get people to understand, you know, the importance of it and the impact that it has and it can have on our people. We're talking alcoholism. We're talking depression being um, cured within 72 hours. You know, addiction. Wow. You know, so you know, it's just amazing impacts. Um, we know the power of cannabis, but we can imagine that times five, you know, and the ability mm-hmm. to help our people. So um, financially, spiritually, culturally, socially, you know, everywhere around. Mm-hmm. So you can have a youngster who, one of our youngsters who concentrates on um, mushroom technology, and they're pretty much in a guaranteed situation and have a wonderful, wonderful lifestyle. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> some, you know, you can have someone who's an at-home mom who decides, okay, I want to just grow, you know, turkey tail mushrooms and create health products mm-hmm. from this automatic business. Mm-hmm. You're talking about you can have an enterprising youngster that says, I want to produce um, uh, help to utilize what they call a shoehorn mushroom and pro- produce uh, synthetic mushroom leather and make products out of that. Boom, automatic. You know, you can have, uh, in, you know, so it's it's amazing opportunities to expand. You can have people who say, I want to grow chicken or the woods and, you know, produce a food product or just sell them directly or lion's mane mm-hmm. for, for people who, you know, um, you know, so it's, it's a, a very huge potential opportunity for our community to, 
grow in many different ways, you know. So just been growing hard and heavy trying to get the word out, you know. Yeah. Wow, and I'm sitting right here and don't even know all the things that y'all doing. And this is and these are remedies um mm-hmm. what's needed. You know, a lot of us, you know, with the medical industry, I mean they just oh, they just cold, you know, they Oh man. Killing people Amazing. and doing all kind of stuff in the in the hospital. So this is yeah. an alternative. And, yeah, and this you is know, nature. When, yeah, you know when our country decided to drop atomic bombs on Hiroshima, you know the Japan's government response was to make sure their people had a healthy diet of a uh, turkey tail, of uh, reishi, shiitake, mushrooms to mm. flush mm. out the radiation exposure. You know, uh, mm-hmm. and they utilize it to this day to maintain longevity and good life. You know, um, individuals who've gone through chemotherapy could utilize these same mushrooms to flush the radiation out, you know, um, so that you get the best impact of the medicine without the side effects. You know, individuals with cluster headaches mm-hmm. could take a microdose of psilocybin mushrooms and, and, and knock it out for months, you know, <laughs> proven scientifically. Wow. You know, um, so... You know, these are just and what some about of the these shots they've been giving us and whatever they some people say that uh with the we call it the venom, uh that the, it's uh they have uh, what they call that, uh snake snake venom. Mixed in it venom, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the yeah. mushrooms can pull that out and the heavy metals or whatever they have put in people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean into the um, you know so uh, shot protocol and you know, mm-hmm. the mad pharmaceutical companies? Yeah, they can help mm-hmm. do that. They they draw out these. That's that's one of the uses in them, like an environmental remediation, because they they're known to absorb and break down these complex pheno phenophile structures. You know, the, mm-hmm. between these you know complex uh, molecular structures and make them back to their benign state. So in the body, they do the same, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. They draw out these toxins and flush them out. So, yeah, there's a whole mm-hmm. index. China China is pretty much the only country that is on top of it, you know, and they have a, I think, a $44 billion industry, you know, on mushrooms. And, um, they use it in pharmaceuticals and everything else. United States is kind wow. of reluctant because commercial interest, you know, mm-hmm. um, the threats, the DuPonts of the world, you know, and the, mm-hmm. and the different uh, Bayer pharmaceuticals and things like that. Um, not It's not the best competition to have. No. But I think that this is the opportunity time for us to step up to the plate now because there's a lot of changes that's going on here. And I feel like that we, you know, are in the forefront of making the changes that's going on. And yeah, this absolutely. Is good. Yeah, yeah, this is excellent. <laughs> and, and other people yeah. in other communities and other cities you know, can uh, also, and, and this is good for, like saying, they talking about all this gloom and doom that's going on financially. 
these are business opportunities for people to, you know, they don't have to go through all of that suffering and what the system mm-hmm. is talking about. Create your own system. And create your, y'all create your own system. Yeah, that's, that's the wow. Science, you know, that's, that's one of the power of this, you know, that I, you know, we utilize the sacred mushroom force to, to spark that that divine consciousness to see a new future and a new reality, an Afro future, mm-hmm. as we call it, mm-hmm. to, to work toward mm-hmm. that. Um, and that's the power of it, you know. And uh, like I said, um, the larger, wider, richer community is very familiar with it. Um, and right now they're trying to pharmaceutical companies, you know, believe it or not, this is the number one research topic in the universities right now. And out of all topics, this is where the most funding goes. Yep. So because of that mm-hmm. um, ability to deal with depression, you have major, major money being poured into it. And what they're trying to do is distill it, put it in your local CVS, you know, have it purchased through, through description. You know, what we're saying is uh, we know how that model works. <laughs> you know, and so. Right, rather, exactly. Um, <laughs> educate and leave it in the hands of the people safely, you know, because they are very powerful substances, but safely so. Um, we know that big farms coming. We know that they're going to get involved. But right now we're trying to lay the groundwork for access for our people to have education, resources, and a larger community, you know. And so, yeah, part of the, part of this work is gardening. Part of this work is uh, reorganizing our, our vision of family. Part of this is reorganizing our vision of spirit and, and our place in the universe, reorganizing our uh, orientation with culture. Uh, you know, part of this is sparking, you know, that whole uh, renaissance of thought and action, you know. So that's, mm-hmm. that's what time it is. Yeah. And if, if anybody have any questions or comments uh, for the our guests, uh, the number is three two three six four two one five eight six three two three six four two one five eight six and push the number one and I'll see your hands uh raised. Now also Eric was saying that you know something about Henry as a lock Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I just wanna one of the subjects I like to study, you know, and um, the story of Henrietta Lux, Henrietta Locks and her immortal genes, you know, um, mm-hmm. which is the basis of biological science for the last 40 years. Without her genes, there would be no major research facilities at all, you know. Uh, mm. So, yeah, it's a very interesting story behind this, you know, sister. Uh, uh, so now, was she us. the only one with... Was she the only one with those kind of genes? I'm caught, or is it some? Or they just haven't found it in any other. Um, to this knowledge, to this day, she's the only one. You know, because there's some we don't. No one really knows what started it, but that was the basis of her uh, her illness. You know, she had the her genes mm-hmm. had the ability to just you know never die, and so because of that, you know those old genes in our body wouldn't die and that form cancer and you know, so but um no one else they know of has that I know of and that science has know of that any of us heard well that anyone's heard of 
to my knowledge, mm-hmm. that has that. Mm-hmm. that. And so that's, that's one of the bases behind a family's lawsuit, which unfortunately, you know, they didn't recognize um, mm. because, you know, of course, you know, they were under tort law. They, well, she, you know, voluntarily gave it, and, you know, and all of these things. But uh, we know that they're still utilizing her cell lines to this day, you know, and, I shade her spirit, you know, because, you know, um, and her, her contribution, because it's unfortunately not recognized due to the family, but it's the basis of, you know, hundreds of different cures and applications that we benefit from today, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Once again, a black so woman comes now, through. So. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, how does that work? Our sales reproduce each other ever so many what days or months or something like that yeah yeah um, depending on you know their use and their function you know they they have mm-hmm. um, a certain lifespan and after that they have a um, signal within them self-destruct signal and in case that doesn't work they have other cells which patrol and look for those cells that it's time for them to go, and then they help the process by killing them, you know. So um, in her case and in some situations, you know, you have cells that just turn to so-called zombies, and then they accumulate. You know, that's one 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 type of cancer. So, yeah, normally our body has, you know, follows their life cycle. Yeah. Okay. So when is when is the uh uh let's see, I have a hand raised here. Uh two four eight four three four. Peace. It's the hood mystic. I was just hey, hood mystic. how are you doing? Okay. I'm doing okay. well. All right. I'll go back on Excellent. you. Excellent. Okay, I okay. All right. That's another Detroiter in the house. Okay. Yeah, looking forward to the brother. So, so now tell the people again how they can uh, get in contact you with you, how they can join your classes uh, with the mushrooms, and when are you seeing the uh, the market to open up? Uh, okay. Well, I get to that, and then we'll we'll get to the question of the market. Um, so I can be reached at okay. at, at Mudubaki, M-O-U-D-O-U-B-A-Q-U-I on Instagram. And you can message mm-hmm. me and I'll give you uh, more details regarding classes and events and some of the work that's going on. Um, and in regards of the market, um, I'm sorry, were you talking about the farmer's market or yes. market? Yes, market. Okay. Um, the farmer's market is slated for late 24, you know, um, so, uh, you know, you just, we just keep our ears open and it'll, it'll be put out there. It's going to be a big project. Okay. And, and are you connected with farmers uh, in other states too? Um, is it a network or something, especially with mushrooms? Is there a network going yet? Well, they, there's a growing network, uh, you know, the uh, mushrooms, you know, uh, mm-hmm. it's definitely growing mushrooms. Regarding farmers, there's a network of urban farmers um, 
Okay. And uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we okay. you know it's okay. just part. It's part of a part of move, a movement. You know, um, and you know, we we looking forward okay. to creating a renaissance. Yeah. All right. Well, Baba, I want to appreciate that you uh, is here with us, and we're gonna help get the message out more. So uh, our people know what's going on and what are you doing here and things like that. So uh, I appreciate okay. you uh, being with us today. No, I, I appreciate the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely looking forward to it. And I'm going to stay tuned in because I definitely want to hear from your next you guest. Hear, oh, I pre- okay, all right. Yeah, and I, once again, uh, I appreciate your work, you know, um, mentioned your name and didn't come up and then I re-familiarized myself and I appreciate the work you've been doing and the work you've done. So big ups to you and thanks again. Well, thank you. Thank us. All right. I'm mm-hmm. going to bring our other guests on and I'll let you, we'll sit at the mound table here. Oh, wait a minute. I have someone else. They might have a question for you. Hold on. Uh, 480253. Hi, I have a question. I wanted to know mm-hmm. about chickenwood. Is that something in the mushroom family that you're growing as well? A chicken of the woods? Um, yes. That's, yeah. So actually I harvest that. You know, the best, I think, in my approach is the best way to just go. For, you can harvest it in your local woods and things um, mm-hmm. once you identify it. It's bright orange. It's, um, I don't teach necessarily how to harvest that. Um, I can teach the, you know, technique on how to grow it, but I don't grow it personally. I just harvest it. Okay. See, that's that's good. Okay. I have a couple of questions. I raised my hand and somehow it didn't just show up. So, (laughs) curious about this. I love mushrooms. I have every kind of mushroom you kind of get from the black fungus to, you know, shiitake, Chaga, oh, Reishi, when I lived in Hawaii. Um, there we go. So, you know, so I, I, mushrooms are my thing. The only thing is, like, babe, my friend wanted me to try the mushroom. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was this dark, and I looked at it, and I was like, uh, I don't know if I'm ready for that trip. You know what I mean? <laughs> because yeah. I learned that a lot of stuff, like the stuff like LSD, the stuff like you were oh, saying, which yeah. thank you so much for putting it out there, that they did use it, but they use it for experimental for the people in the field to open them mm-hmm. up to be able to do some remote traveling and other mm-hmm. stuff, if you will. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and they they didn't let a lot of people know what they're doing. They had a lot of different side effects um, of that. So mm-hmm. I like that you educate that. And it did affect a lot of people's uh, mental health as well psychologically big time, but um, spiritually, it was, like you said, ground zero, open up, all, you know, things open up and you just go. So my other thing is that I like Ryan's name, but Mm -hmm. I want to talk about growing that where, supposing there is no forest, like um, Mm -hmm. Hawaii is like, oh, it's my home. So Mm -hmm. Reishi mushroom kind of easy to grow because of one part of the island is rainy and the other right. part of the island is kind of dry. You know what I mean? If you know anything about the big island I'm talking about. 
I don't know about okay, yeah. allowing. I know the condition. So but, that's, that's the perfect condition, yeah. Right. So the thing is, how would you grow that in a tropical sense? Um, for that, is you, do you give educations on that? Yeah, lion's mane, yeah. Yeah, lion's mane is it's an indoor process. So you would probably be growing in a, you know, either greenhouse or a terrarium environment. So you can't reproduce that indoors. So it's pretty easy. Okay. Yeah. What about the lobster mushrooms? That's I've been trying Lop- to get a hold of forever. I mean, about <laughs> six years I've been trying to get a hold of lobster mushrooms. Oh, really? I mean, well, it's really a matter of just, you know, getting the spores. You know, um, the growing techniques, most mushrooms are either, you know, hardwood growing, grain-based growers, and um, they actually have kits that you can just order and spray water on and have them grow, you know, um, online. They're 100% legal, you know, in terms of lobster and lion's mane. Um, and you can also order spores, you know, and then you can also you can order the spores, and then you can order the actual bag that's already prepared, and you can just inoculate it, you know. And then, of course, I teach the long form, you know, how to make the pasta. So <laughs> I'll show you how to okay. do it from scratch. Yeah. I like that because I was, like, um, thinking about that. I wanted to be able to take this so I would be able to take the sports because, you know, a lot of times they don't ship stuff to Hawaii, right? <laughs> oh, didn't know that. That's the first thing we knock out. But, like, we don't ship to Hawaii. We don't ship to any of the U.S. territories. We don't ship to Alaska. So that's kind of, you know what I mean? The issue is good, but I know reishi mushrooms we have on a big island. But, like, okay. we grow cop or like, we grow kava kava that is not being able to grow everywhere as well. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm that out. <laughs> yeah, that 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 uh postage hurdle is is an issue. So, I don't know how, but I mean, you know, lobster and lion's mane. I guess if it's an issue like that, contact me. I'll get you some spores or something, and we can do it that way. Hopefully, they won't block a personal package. <laughs> you know, um, it's legal. <laughs> well, you they, know, and because we, um, some of my friends would send like uh, sour socks and jackfruit uh-huh. and from Hawaii, and they try to get over here. They were like, "Nah, they're blocking." He got through one time, uh-huh. and then he was like, no, we, "You're not doing that." <laughs> oh, oh yeah, trying to protect the uh, flora and fauna. I get out there. Oh, yeah. You know so I, mean? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I don't That's know. <laughs> I, I wish I could help you. I'm sure you checked all the sources and stuff and where to get them. At. But, um, okay. yeah, that's the best That'll advice work. I can give. Because yeah. you can make elixirs out of them, correct? If you know what I'm talking about, making some, like, make- almost like cannabis. You can do the mushroom elixirs with these mushrooms. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Tanctures, elixirs, you know, edibles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the class, oh. yeah. I, you know, I I teach the whole range, you know, so, yeah, uh, that's things I teach. Uh, I haven't, I don't have a collective session. I teach that one-on-one, but, yeah. Okay, I like that. Okay, so that's, that's I, I'm, I love mushrooms, so I'm like yeah, thinking, me too. Uh, how I'm going to get my collection back to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> 
big ups to you, sis, and spread the word, you know, you know, yeah. so beneficial for our folks economically, health-wise, spiritually, you know, culturally, the whole deal. So. Do well, you, have, you have his contact information? That's good. Go ahead, a caller. Do you have, um, like, I, I don't know, um, do you have products that you can actually show, if you know what I mean, like samples? Um, no, no, I don't. Not, not the kind I have. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I mean, wasn't talking about that. I was talking about like lions. Like, I, I want legit. Before, oh no, you know, I don't I, have any. No, I do not. No, I don't have any lions mane or any of those other types available right now. Nope. Um, that's just one of the things that I'm working to get online with. Nope. Okay, you don't have a laboratory yet. I get you. No, nope, no. Nope. I mean, I do, I do cultivate, but no, I don't have any on hand right now. So okay. they take about three months. You know how long they take. So if you're not, yeah. In do the you cycle have growing, no, Do you have snow fungus? Do I have what fungus? Snow fungus. Yeah, the jelly-like no mushroom. Fungus. No, no, I do not. It's a snow mushroom. That's good for, well, women and reproductive system, but also cooling down and also is supposed to enhance our beauty and helping us with our estrogen. Yeah. So I was wondering about that. Um, that's in, well, that's in Korea and China. So I know that's where I oh. get it from. So I'm hoping I can get it from somebody local. No, so. that's, that's, that's good game, sis. You know, um, there's so many thousands of species out here. And so you just yep. hit me to something. You know, the thing. Yeah. Yeah. All you just do is add some red date and some lotus seeds in there, and it's a soup, and it's a cold soup that women eat that helps, you know, from menopausal to, you know, female reproductive issue to just basically enhance the you collagen in your skin. Well, that recipe, because it's more of a hot, just like if you know anything about goji berries and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Complements on each other, so that's why you would take it during the summer months when it's cold because it helps your beauty and helps you keep calm and help women that are going through menopause, you know, those hot flashes, you know what I mean? If they go through, um, uh, just saying, uh, so okay, yeah. And they also used to give it to the emperor to keep him calm when he was angry because it brings that heat out of your heat energy. Uh, that's what they used to give him. The cooling or That's just a little history. Okay. Okay. Appreciate it. I definitely and, appreciate and I it. And I have a question out of the chat room. Someone is asking, why does you have two names? I guess they want you to explain your uh, other name. All right. Well, I have a birth name, you know, which I was given by my parents. And as I developed and grew, you know, I... I took a different path, you know, and in that path of, of knowledge and understanding, um, I took on another name, you know, um, one culturally to identify who I was and where I was come from. In that regard, I was initiated and granted a name. Um, yeah, and so that's the essential essence of it, you know. Okay. Uh, in a lot of regards, as, as an African in America, I've, I worked to – expand self beyond these concepts of what I was taught, you know. So in that regard, I took on an expanded identity. 
but no diss to my okay. self name, my personal birth name. Okay. Yeah. Then how do you pronounce the name, Baba? Baba, pronounce that name. Uh, Mudubaki. Mudubaki. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mudubaki. We're sitting at the mile table, y'all. I'm going to bring our other guests to the mile table here. Um, all righty. Um, uh, hood mag- hood mystic. I keep want to call you magic. Hood <laughs> mystic. <laughs> Peace. Thanks for joining. Peace. Yes. <laughs> and as I say, as uh, we got Detroit in the house, we got what's up though. So how are you doing this, this evening? <laughs> what's up though? Hey, everything is good, man. You know, I can't even complain, even if I could. You know, so I'm just enjoying the share, enjoying the energy. So I'm just glad back so soon. Um, it's just ready to be of service, I guess. So how's everybody doing today? Great. And tell us what, what do you do? Tell us what, what do you do? <laughs> sure. Um, I'm an author and an astrologer by trade. Uh, I'm from Ohio, but I relocated um, in 2020 to Detroit, Michigan. That's where I'm at now with my wife and four kids. Uh, Spiritually, I provide, you know, literature. uh, I provide readings. And I also provide psychedelics and information and education on the process of, like, microdosing. And my passion is black mental health and hopefully, you know, connecting that to spiritual development and mindset to mind state in our youth and in our culture. So you can catch a lot of my content on YouTube, uh, run a blog, but we're also active in the fair circuit in the Detroit, Michigan area and Michigan surrounding areas. So if it's a fair psychic fair, uh, you probably don't see me and my wife uh, operating a booth. Uh, so we just like to stay active and in the community the best way we can. And, uh, yeah, that's basically me in a nutshell. And if you like, want to get book? me information, you can just Google Kyrie Anthony. And the first link will probably be an Amazon store link, and that will be all of my books, such as How to Read Natal Charts, Chakra Nova, which teaches how to activate Kundalini, um, Astrology Explained, giving people a more realistic view on astrology. And so that's Another thing that I try to do, educate people on the realistic nature of cosmology and astrology and how it relates to each and every one of us. Mm. Have you did anything on uh, the United States, you know, from the birth of July the 4th, if that's their original birthday? No. That's amazing that you said that. I'm actually working on a video. We're experiencing a Pluto return right now in in this country, and it means a lot. You know, the people who was here, you know, before that 400-year period, right, or from 1776 to now, we coming into our power. And so I've actually been working on some content, and um, there's probably going to be a video within the next couple of weeks and explaining the Pluto return. I had a lot of buildup that I had to do to even begin to discuss that, and I've been working through that mm-hmm. on my channel, 
and that's kind of going to be the great revelation of, you know, this country and the people that's in it, you know, because we done been through so many rituals and so much stuff, mind control and all of this. Brother was talking about LSD experiments and all of this to keep us out of our glory. But now, you know, with this Pluto return, uh, we tap back into that energy if, if our eyes is open enough to see it. Now, what's going on with Pluto? What is Pluto sure. is about, and what's the return is about? Sure, sure. So, when this country was born, Pluto was at a particular point, and Pluto is a planet. It's the furthermost planet in our solar system. So, it plays as an opposite to our physical reality. So, when you think about Pluto, the easiest way I can explain Pluto is the seed. Right. So uh, when you when you inseminate something or you birthed into something, you have a Pluto return. Now, the only thing that can experience a Pluto return could be like an institution, but that's rare or a country, because for Pluto to return to its original spot is going to take around 400 years or so. But Pluto is the planet of rebirth. It's the planet of. Uh, we get the word from plutocracy, which means a small group of wealthy individuals. So when you think about the founding of this country, it wasn't a whole smorgasbord of people who created this country. It was a small group of people. And from what we know now, this country as it stands, right, still under that same order and same way of belief. Now, what is happening and, and maybe y'all don't, if y'all y'all got y'all computers, y'all laptops, y'all can start to Google some mm-hmm. of this. But this country and the institutions that have built it is now collapsing, right? They're right. not going to tell you that, right. but you could Google mm-hmm. uh, Silvergate Bank, right? They had a full-on mm-hmm. run, meaning that people was depositing money off the bank so much that they had to shut the whole bank down. And what people are afraid of, what they're murmuring is, I hope this don't spread, right? I hope this don't catch wildfire. But the re- and, and they say well, they blame it on crypto. Go ahead. It, it did. Uh, Friday night, all the banks went into red. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is what's happening right now, right? Mm-hmm. We live mm-hmm. in that time where this country is collapsing now. For us, melanated indigenous people, is we need to be so clear, we have never been a part of this country, right? We have never been a part of this country. And, and the people that this is affecting is the wealthy people. So if you got a job and you, like, you know what your business is, you know how your money is coming, this ain't going to affect you as much as people who got millions and thousands of dollars in the bank and they just getting wiped out and now they only insured up to $250,000. And this is happening right now. And when yeah. we were in school, we would talk about, like, the Great Depression and what happened and all of the measures that was put in place after the Great Depression. Well, those measures are now being met. You also heard them say that we are $30 trillion in debt. We have reached the debt ceiling. And then if we decide to default on those debts, we are now going to be owing interest, <laughs> like, for the foreseeable future 
to these countries such as China and Russia and things of that nature, the people who have we are indebted to. So once again, us as melanated people, we not attached to this country. We are attached to something much more ancient. So for us, our Pluto return is a reset for us to tap into our indigenous spiritual practices and getting into our proper mindset. And we're conscious, right? We're woke and we're about it. We know this type of stuff. But what's happening now is if we could start to talk to the people who are outside of this community and start telling them about their mindset, telling them about energy, this is where we're going to start to see the great change because this is what's coming online right now as we speak. What we think about, we manifest. You know, a lot of our young children and teenage youth, their life, their mindset is more in the space of, I don't have enough. I need more. I need more. I need more. Right. And it's just the wrong mindset because this, this plutocracy, if you got friends, family, and y'all decide to start a business, this is the time for that. Um, Just really getting the people in your life that are ready to start something that people need. Because once this false level of economy and, you know, they have us in, like, this whole system is false. And now it's it's crumbling, Mm -hmm. but life ain't going to (laughs) stop. I hope that people realize, like, life ain't going to be over. People are going to still need stuff. And if your mind is thinking on that and if your mindset is thinking more of, like, expanding and growing, it's going to be a whole different thing. Another thing that's happening for black people in California, they legit giving out reparations. And that's another thing that's going to begin to spread. So it's like, it's it's a bunch of powerful things. And these people have been working on reparations for like the past 15 years, like going down to their state houses. I think even in Detroit, uh, there's deeper spiritual things about the people in Detroit of like, I don't know if y'all heard about Nessera or Jessera, where, you know, these stimulus, where these stimulus payments came from. They tested that in 2020. Now, that's going to be a real full-on thing once these banks collapse, because people are going to be like, all right, (laughs) what are we going to do? And what we're going to notice is that, you know, people just going to have money, and it's all going to be about commerce. It's all going to be about giving people things that they really need and they really want. So it's a lot of major changes taking place right now. The the idea is like, how are you responding to it? And how are you looking at it? Like, are you attached to the system that have been oppressing you? All of the slave movies we done seen, all of the <laughs> racism that we witnessed and now it's falling and we like, oh no, like, um, Steven and um, the Django, or we realize right. that, you know, this thing is real and this oppression is, is, is ending and we got to really tap into what me and this good brother have been talking about, this indigenous living, this earth-centered li- living and farming. <laughs> like, it's going to be so real mm-hmm. for some of us very soon, and it should be real yeah. already, basically. Yeah. 
And that you you're right on. That's what <clears throat> that is that exactly what's going on. You're not going to hear this in the mainstream media because mm-hmm. they they're uh, using the psychological methods and they're gloom and doom. But the gloom and doom right. is for uh, the system that that was in place. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> not for us. <laughs> This is a major opportunity for the people to, uh, you know, put in your own system to reverse all of that. So this is a major opportunity. Don't buy into the gloom and doom. Even though we've been attacked, you know, mentally Mm -hmm. and and chemically and all of that, but Mm -hmm. uh, we're really powerful, and and that's what we're we're starting to see now. Now, what sign mm-hmm. is Pluto connected with? What sign is it connected so, with? So Pluto is connected to Scorpio, and Pluto is in the energy of mm-hmm. Capricorn right now. So Capricorn okay. is all about connecting to your higher self. It's all about meditation and being a professional and having a career. Now, when you tie that into Pluto, it's going to be real hard for black people with their corporate jobs. Right. To, you know, for me, I was running the corporate ladder in my life. And then I said, you know what, I'm going to read Tarot and I'm going <laughs> to write books and stuff like that. You know, my mama wasn't too happy about it, but my spirit was. And I, and that type of energy, you can look online and see it cascade through the whole entire diaspora of people who are awakening their spiritual gifts. And some might look at them like they crazy. Right. But why is everybody doing this? Like, if you look at the spiritual, you can see Pluto being in Capricorn and this rebirth of who we are and the gifts that we have. You know, people, these women will hex you, not in a bad way, but in a bad way. (laughs) You know, you play around too much, you know, bad things start to happen to you. And if you don't understand the spiritual basis of the black woman, because think about Capricorn. Capricorn is ruled by Banah, which is a Hebrew word that quite simply means the black woman, right? And this is Capricornian energy. And then if you look at Capricorn again, it'll show you the devil. It's a it's a double meaning in that, right? Because white people look at the black woman as the devil, not because she's so sweet and innocent and pretty. No, because she got magical powers that'll put you on your ass. Now, they're not telling every black woman this, right? But the idea is that you should, right? Because you're more than a conqueror when you think about yourself as a spiritual being. And this awakening, Pluto moved very slow through the cosmos. So Pluto changed signs, you think, from 2008. Barack Obama, what was his major catalyst, the black woman, let's be clear, Right, 2008. That that was crazy. If you ever was a black person that grew up in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, to see that black man be the president of the United States, that even if he's the worst president of all time, we just couldn't ever in our minds see a black man in that position. And that just lets you know that plutonic energy is like, yeah, you back on top. Right, it's a symbol. Bobby Hemmings to talk about this, and but that right. energy have just grew and cascaded 
these children, I don't know if y'all ever seen these TikTok children, and they be rapping, <laughs> they be coming up with raps, and the, but they be talking about the universe, they be talking about all of the stuff that we, we listen to them eight-hour lectures, these kids uh, put mm-hmm. a 30-second TikTok and have it all down, <laughs> like, man, kind of jealous, <laughs> like, you know, how yeah. you know that, they you know? <laughs> they advanced. They are advanced, and this is Pluto. This is Capricorn. This is the rebirth of that dark feminine magic energy. It's it's beyond, like Capricorn is beyond the physical, but it is physical. So it's like, it's like to clarify that, it's like if you with your family, they ain't going to never talk bad about grandma. Right, if she alive or nothing, because she's still there. You ain't just about to hear black people talk stuff about their grandma, because she really represents a physical lineage that we can see, even though she's not here. And this is much more of a spiritual tra- tradition for black Americans. Like, and I'm gonna just say this: like, most of us, we go to school, we go to history. And they say, your history started when we brought you here on these slave ships <laughs> in 1619. Right. A majority of us think that, and that's a lie. <laughs> so when you talk about Capricorn and spiritual energy, you, it's not to, my, my reasoning for saying that is that's the reason that they're lying to you because you are so advanced, because you are so spiritual. And you are so ancient, right? And so this this awakening, this rebirth for us is the same reason why we catching so much hell because they don't want us to know. So as much as we can spread this message, as much as we can talk about it, as much as people can share it, you know, and see God within each other and really start to get into spiritual practices. I know it might be a little scary, might be a little spooky, but we must step into our power, right? you know, because if the power structure system is falling, <laughs> we need another power structure system. And for us, exactly, we went, to, we went to church and we seen the prayer circles, Holy Ghost, preachers. We, we know that is something in us that is very spiritual and very cosmic. And us... We wasn't shipped here. If anything, we were shipped to Africa, right, uh, to to create that whole energy of Africa. Like the original of life is America, and that's just the yeah. the flip that they tell us. That's why they tell us we were slaves because we are very ancient and we are very powerful. Mm. And that's yeah. this is that waking of that. Starting with Barack Obama in 2008, everything just went crazy from there. Like, we in a whole different world, a whole different paradigm from where I grew up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, 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 that's, and you know, in Pluto, you say that it's the planet is Scorpio. And don't Scorpio mm-hmm. deal with hidden things? You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's like the investigator. Yeah, it, it, it deals. Scorpio deals with uh, mysteries, occult subjects, uh, 
like somebody that's in your life but not in your life for the right reasons, deception, things of that nature, but mm-hmm. is mainly known for the womb and the female reproductive system. Right? That's mm-hmm. that's his main thing. But it's also a portal for the ancestors. You can put two and two together, right? The and and, and another thing, it it rules relationships, which is also ruled by the ancestors because the ancestors make you like that dude make you like that woman because they just want to come back, you know? And then after it's all said and done, right, you're like, who the hell is you? I don't even know you. Like, I don't even... But the, the ancestor don't care because he just want to come back. They call it hormones. But if you think about it, black people, the only people, right, that should be like, dang, how you just got baby daddies and baby mamas? But we are spiritual, right? And what looks to the world as dysfunction, once we start to look at it spiritually, like, yeah, Pluto, Scorpio, ancestors, but it's also the womb and your hormones and who you like and why you like them. So say, for instance, you don't want a child. (laughs) You better start feeding your ancestors and start working with your ancestors, right? Or maybe you do want a child. Uh, This is understanding like the moon conjunct Pluto represents your ovaries expanding, and that's the time you could conceive a child. So even ancient cultures, they they already knew this. So this is why the chief, you know, he didn't die. They just waited until the wolf's moon was conjunct a particular star, and then they would have a sex ritual, and then the chief would be reborn. Right? And and this is stuff that okay. we know. This is stuff that is within us, and this is why we even study astrology, so we don't lose track of the chiefs, the warriors, the princesses. And so even like in simple life, you name John Anthony the third, I'm named after my grandfather. Kind of thing is you are your grandfather. <laughs> if you was like if we was in our right mind, right? And uh and it's all DNA and genetics too. Like you don't go too far out of that either. So yeah, it's all in who we are and what's going to happen, right? Studying Pluto and Scorpio and relating it all to your everyday experience with your husband or your wife or your kids and then your relationship with your ancestors all at the same time. So it's a very beautiful process. Mm-hmm. Now, each month we go through different uh, cycles and different signs. Do that affect uh, us, the different energy, the energy change with the different signs that we go through yeah. each month. Like we have Pisces now, so what's going on with Mo- Pisces? Most definitely, we're in Pisces now. Most definitely, like it is something that if you don't pay attention to, people will be always like, you know, things happen, you know stuff happens, you know, stuff like that. But then once you start to understand the energy and, like, things being in Pisces, well, it's other things that's happening astrologically that gives us all different types of energies. But you can also see it clearly when you see Jupiter conjunct Chiron and Pisces or this type of energy. Why? What does that look like? Like, how do it's, – it's wounds and dealing with your wounds. So – when I'm just talking to people, 
they'll just be telling me, you know, I just been having these emotional outbursts and I can't explain it. I get right into unhealed wounds and they're like, hmm, I ain't even think about it like that, but you're right. So this is happening over and over again, right? So most people, this is why I'm an astrologer, most people ain't thinking about it in a way for it to matter to them. They just live in their life doing the best that they can do. So it's, it usually takes a person to really sit down and figure out how the energy is specifically affecting them. And so I did a video yesterday, and say, for instance, it's a new moon, and the new moon is in Pisces. It's going to be energy that's going to affect you, but you want to know how it's affecting you. The best thing is to look at a transit chart and find out what house is happening. So it's a new moon happening in Pisces, but it's happening in my fifth house, per se. And it might sound difficult at first, but if you get into the habit of just figuring out what house is happening in your chart, you will be real clear on how the energy is affecting you and how to move with it. Because I was feeling this energy in my sixth house, which is my house of service, my house of health, but I was having some health issues to which I'm like, okay, I'm going to start, like, I'm going to do a raw vegan fast. I'm going to juice because I know that the energy is in my health house. So I'm not even going to play with it, right? So you got to really, for people who are interested in this stuff, y'all like people watching stuff on YouTube, that's cool. I do the same thing. But look at your transit chart and find out what house is happening. And even if you don't know, you can Google Tenth house, what do the tenth house mean, right? And get an understanding. It's in your career, it's in your job, you know. And it's like, okay, I need to fill out some applications on Indeed because I'm feeling like I need to level up. And you don't got to worry about your relationship or nothing else. You'll just be focused in on that area where the transit is happening in your chart. So it could be the sun. The sun could be in Pisces, but. It could be in your second house. That really make a big difference for your understanding. And if you start doing it, it go it make astrology so much fun. When we did the video yesterday, people was just like, you know, they was really appreciative because it spoke directly to what they was doing, what they was going through. So I would suggest that to anybody to if you if any astrological thing interests you. What house is it happening? Or understanding your chart and your houses. And it sounds like it's difficult, but I would hate for you to be reading energy that don't have nothing to do with you, spending a lot of time doing stuff that you ain't even really supposed to be doing because you're only one person. And so you want to be real uh, exact, as exact as you can be. And so the houses really help you. And, and astrology is 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 science, you know. Yeah, it's science. You see how sure. they took it and made it look like, you know, oh, don't don't that's spookism, you know. But astrology is definitely science, and, yeah, and it's it good is. that we l- learn the meanings of the different houses. 
It was easier now. Back in the day, you had to just it was use hard. the uh, ephemesis. You had the ephemesis yep. to use. But a now big old you book, and you had to find your birthday. Yep. Yeah. yeah, you just put yeah. it in, put in some buttons to find out everything. I had yeah. to get a big old book yeah. and mm-hmm. like, find my time and highlight it. And try to write yeah. on the notepad. It was a mess. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And and, and yeah. Uh, you know, also while you're talking, tell the people what YouTube, how they can reach you. Also, oh yeah. Where you, where you at on YouTube and how they can contact you? Yeah. Uh, search Hood Mystic H O O D Mystic M Y S T I C. Uh, been running that since 2016. Um, if you want to talk to me directly, the easiest way is to email me, and that's just hoodmystic at gmail.com. Anything, like any type of question in relation to me or what me and my wife are doing, that will be the best place. But also, you know, some people like Instagram, I'll be on there too, uh, the hoodmystic, so T-H-E. Mystic, all one word. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I and I mean, this is like a glove on a hand. We have uh, Baba. He's doing the food. You know, you doing the spiritual food. And so this, you know, I, it's just really coming together. And it, the timing yeah. is perfect uh, right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. And do both you of those do, things uh, are necessary in our diet. You know, the lion's mane. And that's something that I take in unison with my psilocybin, you know, because these are ways to keep us healthy and keep us alert, even like vitamin D. Lion's mane is the only source grown from the ground to get a rich supply of vitamin D. So, you know, get into your fungi, very important on both aspects. I wish I knew now. I mean, back then, when I like what I know now, I would have been chicken little. Let me um, For sure. open up this line here. Seven zero eight six zero two. Greetings and peace and love, family. Oh, can I be wow. heard? Wow, we got it. Yes, you can. This we had the the. Um, Food person here. We have the spiritual person here. Now we got the number man here. Tell us the, the <laughs> language of the number. <laughs> Basically, just uh, listening and <clears throat> to echo go on what the brother was just saying because I just tuned in. So forgive me for that. Okay. I didn't even know uh, a show. <laughs> Excuse me, a class was on. But okay. to uh, interject with the numbers to bring it home with the year that we're in, which is us becoming aware. Aware is 16, which is 7. The brother was talking about the house, the different houses that we go in. House is 25, which is 7. And each house has a particular energy, energy is 25, which is 7. But we're in this time of cleaning our house. Cleaning is 25, which is the 7. 
and it's dealing with our consciousness, 52, which is seven. But I can't leave out that he's giving us astrology, which is 34, the seven, that deals with the stars. Stars is 25, the seven. And we have to study them. They study in us. We have to study the nature of the stars. Nature is 25. Stars is 25. It's just the nature of the stars that we are now studying. But let's get to the two, (laughs) the beautiful two that was mentioned with the planet the last planet that they dropped off and they keep playing with. Uh, Pluto is now uh, a dwarf planet, so it's not a stop the nonsense. By number, Pluto is 20. That's the two. And Pluto is the revelation, even dealing biblically, that we're in right now. Revelations is 38, which is two. Three plus eight is 11. One plus one is two. And it's dealing with the reflections that we are talking about right now. Reflections is 47, which is two. It's talking about, as was mentioned, the meditation. Meditation is 38, which is the two of a mindset. Mindset is 29, which is the two. It's no more than what we're using to advance. Advance is 20, family. That was mentioned, which is two. And it's the therapy. Therapy is 29, which is the two, which is the real medicine, 29, two, that we give one another through real communications or open. Open is 11, which is two. Communication is 38, which is two. This is the medicine that we need when we truly start communicating with one another because it activates our memory. Memory is 23. And it's cosmic. As the brother mentioned, cosmic is 20. And the cosmic is the church. Church is 29, which is two. The true church, as we always mention, is the people. People is 20. The true people are cosmic. That's the church. Because we're not in a building. We're out in the air. Air is 11, which is two. The atmosphere, which we mentioned, oh, I can't (laughs) stop with the two being the female. Female is 20 because the female is the energy we constantly talk about. The feminine energy, feminine is 29, the two. And the feminine comes directly from the universe, 38, which is two. Because we all know, we all come through that female that's a vessel. Vessel was 29, which is two. Call a vagina. Vagina is 20, which is the two. Connected Mm -hmm. to the universe. 
It's all connected. But by the words of English of confusion, of the babble of the occult that we're using, we can't see it because we don't see the number. And that's my particular part of this puzzle to put together with what we're saying. We're saying the same thing by number. We're using variety of words. But once we see it a different way that many words, changing the words they've done since the beginning, and we didn't see, as you said, well, what the 1776, July 4th, comes to a five. Change. That's what the <laughs> the Freemasons 32 came up with. This is what we're talking about today. When we talk about the Georgia, Georgia is 32 guidestones, which comes to a nine. 32 plus nine, you got 41. You still got that five. On Interstate 77, which is a, let me stop. But family, it's our <laughs> fellowship, 41, that we are now on a higher consciousness. Higher consciousness is yes. 86, which is that five. Eight plus six is 14. That's that five. I don't care how we call it. They said it was the second coming of Jesus Christ. Whoa, Jesus Christ is 59, which is a five. And the second coming is four, which is God. It's no more than truth, family. We're just revealing the truth at the end of the day because that's the second coming of Christ. It's truth. Reveal it, baby. And we're doing it in our own way. That's why we were given that seven, because way of seven, that's the angle. That's the part. We all have a part of this puzzle that's being revealed. Reveal is 23. It's all being revealed, family. And with five called in peace, 23, and love, 14, and peace and love, family. I'm going to leave with that, and thank you for allowing me this time to share whatever I have to give to the family and motivate what's already in you. Peace and love, family. Better love. Thank you, Addie. Thank you. And, Addie, where where can people hear you at? Uh, You can hear me on Wednesdays on Dry Bones Connections uh, on Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. All right. Okay. Now I'm going to open up another table. Another chair has pulled up to the mound table. Uh, 810-358. Is this Eric? Mm, Big up. Big up, Beverly. Big up. (laughs) Baba Baba Moodoo. Powerful mound table. Yeah, big up hood mystic, and uh, I would love for the two brothers to take us into the inside the soil, talking about Henrietta Lacks, talking about the vagina and immortal genes, and then for Baba Mudu to tell us about the intelligence of the bacteria that live in our gut, and then let's take this thing in the in the in the rabbit. Let's go in the in the water rabbit. Let's go down. Let's deep sea dive for a little bit. Peace, right. peace, in brother. the year of the water rabbit. Okay. Yeah, so 
quick ahead, little bro. quick little uh, in reference to Henrietta Lacks because you know how they do they put words inside a word so the word within Henrietta is ant right so we gonna frame that and then we gonna talk about Stan Lee can y'all guess what word is in Stan Lee what y'all mm-hmm. see in Stan what y'all see in Stan is that ants or no yeah, and. Oh. <laughs> okay, I don't want, want to be sure. We're on the same page. So we got the creator of Marvel, and he ain't never been to Africa. He don't know nothing about Africa. He just see us and what he's told about us. We from Africa, but he tapped into something, right? He tapped into something. Who knows? But he created this character called Ant Man, right? And and ant, like ants, they do something that no other species does. They create mounds, <laughs> an ant mound, right? So another energy uh, within this country, and this country really alone, uh, in other places they call it different things, but in this country they're talking about mounds. There's mounds all over the place, Uh before the colonizers came here. So we got mounds in America, ants build mounds, right? But then we also got Stanley, who is, or whatever. And then, but he created this other man named Black Panther. And Panther, <laughs> you got another word inside <laughs> Panther. <laughs> if you look closely, you'll see it, right? It is ant, right? But it's, a, it's there everywhere if you start to look at it. But Black Panther, he got this uh, vibranium. Where do we get this vibranium from? The Great Mound, <laughs> right? So what what we talking about is the immortal life of Henrietta Lacks. And whether we know it or not, we're talking about the fairy kingdom and the ancestral realm. So in the movie what they call a quantum realm uh, or the subatomica. Uh, uh, we're talking wait about... A minute. Go ahead. Go ahead. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I don't want to interrupt you, but in yeah. 13 minutes, we're going off the internet and we will be on the phone. When you do listen to the rebroadcast, you'll be able to hear everything. But the phone number is 323 to listen to the rest of the show. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. And and so what's being happening right in front of us, right? We're on this country that is a burial ground, that is a great mound, and this vibranium that makes us immortal and unstoppable, like the most powerful character in the universe is right under our feet. Right, is all in our grounding, in our connectivity, in our understanding to be intuitive enough to receive downloads and channels from these ancestors. And also, when we look at these great mothers, such as Aretha Franklin, such as Ella Fitzgerald, Nina Simone, um, Billie Holiday, I could go on and on, you're talking about great mothers. Uh, queens of the colony for lack of a better word and so they will talk to you 
they will help you. They will lead you. But as melanated people, it's very important that we open our minds up to channeling and down, and decoding these messages. Uh, when we came into the spiritual community, that was what's drawing us a lot. A lot of us in was brothers' ability to channel Michael Jackson and people like that who had just transitioned when Pluto had uh, first came into this Capricorn energy. And so right now as it stands, the spiritual world is alive and ready to communicate to us, the ancestral realm, the fairy realm, but our minds got to be open enough to be able to receive but also share these messages. So that's what we're doing right now. True that. And then when we speak about our minds, Oh, pardon self. When we when we go about our minds, um, speaking on you know my brother's uh, inquiry, um, what we're talking about is our, our inner mind, our higher mind. So it's a difference between what we call our brain and our mind. You know, um, so I appreciate the brother's build. Um, our, our inner mind oftentimes exists on a quantum level. And so when we talk about the uh, physical bridge between this quantum realm and this physical realm, um, we start to talk about bacteria level. And even beyond that, when we talk about Planck level reality, which is the smallest width known to science. So when we talk about that gut bacteria, when we talk about, you know, cellular transmissions and such, um, we have to understand that um, we are host to trillions of of, of of life, trillions of trillions of life forms, and that's that's the essential, that's the physical, uh, literal meaning of a God body. You know? And in that sense, we have to understand our gut bacteria on a physical level has so much influence over our everyday actions that we don't really realize it. And so that's why the ancients used to always revere the gut because that's where the thought took place. That's where we have our intuition, our feeling, our gut feeling, you know. And as we learn to tune into that gut, we learn to tune into the higher self because the higher self is manifested in a lot of times through that gut bacteria. The gut bacteria, which is transferred through the mother's vagina at birth and through the, through, through, through the realm of us being developed in the womb, we inherit the bacteria spectrum, which inherits our gut, which informs us of our ancestral lineage. So when we tap into these higher realms, what we're doing is going into through the gut matrix, which are trillions of different beings. And in that process, we're stimulating um, gut bacteria matrix, which stimulates, this is why like in a lot of times in psychedelic states, you'll find individuals who gyrate or you'll feel this warm energy around the pelvis because what you're awakening is in the Indian East is what they call awakening of the Kundalini. And it's awakening the Kundalini on a biophysical realm is the awakening of the cerebral spinal fluid, which has a direct connection through the gut bacterial matrix from, from the vagus nerve. And so through that process, the cerebral spinal fluid literally moves up and down the spine and so when we tap into the psychedelic realm, it's like, like my brother was building on the Ant-Man realm. That's the quantum realm. And that's where oftentimes when they say we're looking for extraterrestrial, 
people don't know that there's a billion-dollar project called the, the CEPI project, the Search for Infraparticle Intelligence, because the theory now is that what if intelligence existed on a quantum smaller than eyesight, smaller than microscopic realm? You know, in that regard, when we go through these processes, we stimulate the cerebral spinal fluid. It moves up through our third ventricle, tapping into what we call the cave of Brahma. The cave of Brahma is the direct connection that secretes that cerebral spinal fluid that flows up and down the spine that informs that gut bacteria. And so that's where diet things come from, and that's why through ingestion of certain element substances, we can tap into that realm through the DMT, through the gut matrix, and realize, you know, our God body aspect where we can literally go to that realm where you can manifest realities. You know, so understanding that gut bacteria is its essence is key. And as we know, as we change our diet, our mindset changes and things around us have changes. But then there are also ways to add certain specialized bacteria to the gut to stimulate like these hyper spiritual moves. So like this is why in traditional African warfare and traditional warfare around the world you know what I'm saying? And so when I say African, of course, I'm talking about pre-flood. Pre, pre you know, most people orient Africa the last 10,000 years. I'm talking about the original people that transcribed the globe, you know. And so in that tradition, that's why after warfare, they would disembowel their victim because the gut was sacred. That's where the gut, that's where the soul was connected. So to disembowel your victim was to allow them to move on to the spirit realm. And this is why in ancient Kemet and other civilizations, they would preserve the gut. You know. But this is a whole different science, and this is where our understanding of, like I say, gut-brain matrix come from and understanding where if we have the guts to step into this new spiritual realm, it requires a special diet. Mm. Eric. Yeah, what about uh what about the sweet juices of the womb of the woman and her uh her placenta and her, her menstrual blood? That's hallucinogenic, is it not? Oh, absolutely. It's filled with uh DMT, dimethyltryptamine, and serotonin and all the others. And this is where, you know, the the sacred red and white comes from, you know. Uh the semen and the blood, you know what I'm saying? The the womb of the matrix where we, you know, um, literally evolved 10,000 years over nine months, you know. So in that fluid, in that ambionic fluid, are those growth hormones, are those things that <clears throat> literally could, you know, extend life for hundreds of years is the information from, from from eons because we got to remember the blood that's in our mother literally goes into us and her blood came from who her people came from you know so we we sharing that blood and and going through that vaginal going through that canal you know which is where the ankh is really based on through that sacred process we get bathed in that that bacterial or that sacred that sacred anointing you know which gives us our protection you know, which establishes our auric presence, you know. <clears throat> so this is why it's so important, to, you know, for that vaginal birth, you know. But even without it, you know, our babies are bathed with this this sacred fluid, you know, which we breathe in like fish while we're in the womb, 
you know, and as our gills close up, you know, we learn to so-called breathe air, but we can still draw that essence through the, you know, through our soft spot, through the top of our head. But yeah, yeah, just deep science on the, the you know, the science of the, the black woman and her, you know, her her mystical womb, you know, and, and her as a progenitor of creation. And and that's where a cow likes to be rubbed, right right on the top of the head. You rub you rub a cow right there, that cow just stand there with you all day. If you rub it on top of the head and uh and the, you know, cows right off the birth, they turn around, eat the placenta and then lick the lick the lick the juice and the placenta off the off the calf, you know? Right. And they enjoy it too. Yeah, yeah they enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Stem cells, you know, where once again contribution of that science through them stem cells, you know. Yeah. And and then that patty, that beautiful uh golden spiral, uh Milky Way galaxy uh seashell looking patty that they drop and that and that mushroom coming out of there, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. That's, that's exactly which is why, you know, they always depicted it blue or the socket blue as they call it. You know what I'm saying? The, you know, the sacred indigo color that, you know, it took 1,400 years for them to perfect, but it's it represents, that's why Indra and, and all the ancient gods and goddesses were depicted as blue, even Mary. You know, the socketed blue is the blueing of the sacred mushroom, you know, sacred blue. Uh, yeah, true that, you know, yeah, the sacred cow. Yeah. Oh, is, that, is that why they got? Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Yeah, that was just. You know, I was just in Kenya, and you know, um, interacting with the Maasai. You know, and they, the old ways. You know, they used to have an understanding of how to utilize it, but they've been Christianized now, so they no longer have knowledge of it. But yeah. Another thing that, that I just wanted to add that? on. Oh, oh, what yeah. you saying? I'm sorry. No, I, no, no, I was just, ahead. no, I, no. Go ahead. What I was talking about was nothing. I was talking about is that why they made the avatar blue? Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, go ahead with your question. The Olympians, um, and Marvel is blue too. Like they let like yeah, that but that goes to the amniotic fluid of being in that womb and that blue energy that we hold and what that represent because everybody puts the energy of people under the sea as being blue creatures so that's right in his act i was just going to say that you know in reference to uh the placenta and it's very vital for the mental health of our mothers right a very big thing within the community uh, a lot of things that new mothers struggle, you can have the best husband in the world, you know, that's the most supportive father ever, but you could still suffer from a level of postpartum depression. But what they what they advise, what the midwives advise is that you take that placenta once the baby is born and you ground it up into capsules, right? And you take those capsules throughout uh, postpartum to ease the mental health burden of being a new mom. You know, a lot of women don't want to say that they crazy or they suffer from depression, but that don't mean that you're not having a hard time with it. You know, and that that's just something that I want to add in. And then also with the soma, 
that's also with the um psilocybin, like you know being with the same divine feminine and y'all on a process of psychedelics and y'all making love and exchanging those fluids um you talking about raising your vibration and your consciousness to a whole nother level uh being the man that she wants you to be at an energetic spiritual level is a powerful thing because i know that my wife grew me up into a man through her fluids you know and i that's a powerful thing i know that my wife has awakened my consciousness through being with her over this time and yeah i just wanted to say you know that everything that they've been everything that the brother's been saying has just been spot on and right in alignment with everything that I've been saying is just an amazing share. Yes. Well, uh, Eric, if you have any more questions. Um, well, yes, uh, I would like to interject a, uh, a, uh, a, a techite crystal that, uh, comes from other dimensions. <laughs> And uh, the mineral basalt is actually found in Michigan. It's also very prevalent in Hawaii. When they have a volcano explosion in Hawaii, there's a green stone that comes out of the earth. Uh, it comes out at about the depth with diamonds. It's called peridot, which is an olivine pyroxene stone. Well, these pyroxene olivines also come through meteorites. So my question is, could it be possible that the old heads were not carved, standing still stoneworks, but actual meteorites already, as is, come with helmets, describing some of the beings that live on these other dimensions that landed here and created big, huge craters, and that's what we see as the basalt, uh, you know, a pyroxene stoneheads. Could that be possible? And and and. Uh, receiving this information because they so indebted, indebted in, into a big denture into the underworld that the mushroom, uh, taking the mushroom and different plants around those areas will give you the information to unlock about that, you know, that her story right there, which, which I'll say about that. Yeah. I, um, yeah. I mean, as regards to, you know, in terms of them coming down, so it's coming down from from, you know, our star system intact, already made. Um, you know, that's definitely an interesting approach, but I can align with you, bro, on, you know, the science of, you know, the Olmecs and the, the basalt coming over from, you know, the, the Enlil and Inky, you know, uh, paradigm, which they, as an advanced civilization, um, you know, utilize that now i'm still unclear exactly what you mean in terms of um how, how they use the basalt but um definitely along with the understanding and you know i'm always a student you know what i'm saying but in terms of the use of basalt i'm not clear on but i do align with you on you know the science of them you know pre-devolving and coming as these beings, you know, as spoken of in the Emerald Tablets, um, being of the original, you know, guys that came to rebuild Earth after the flood, after the um, disaster, you know, to rebuild civilization, 
you know, and them having that original fallout in which civilizations were established around the world using the same technology, you know. Uh, and contrary to what they say, you know, they said, oh, they're using chisels and all of these things, you know. The reality is pyramids and all of these things were poured. You know, they poured them into molds. They had the science of how to melt these stones and pour them into uh, to mold. This is why if you look at them, you'll see pieces of wood sticking out of them, and you can't put a – and they look, you can pay attention to them in their mold, and that's the calling point of how old they are and which civilization they come from. You know, the smoothness of that very hard stone shows the science of them being able to melt mold. As you might have seen, one of those ancient Masonic, you know, uh, secrets and shit. So anyway. Well, we got to do another part of this. This is very interesting. And so we're going to uh, have you back on again, you and Mystic and and we'll uh, set up another uh, Sunday to do this. Eric, did you have any uh, final words? Uh, well, uh, yeah, like you said, there, <laughs> these, these spores, these spores, they keep traveling, you know. They they keep popping up in different areas with different information. And so until the, until the next uh, chemical spill, you know, we keep our soul train on track. And, uh, yeah, it was another Bombay visit, there. Thank you for inviting us all to the mound. And big enough respect, enough respect. And I thank all of you for the work that you're doing. Uh, and uh, I really appreciate it. And so we're going to continue to uh, give this information to, to help with part of the awakening to be aware so I appreciate everyone. We're going to do this again. And uh, better love. Better love, everyone. Can I be here real quick? Peace. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, Eddie. Just wanted to add to the two that uh, the brother had mentioned, gut. Gut bacteria. Gut is 20. Bacteria is 29. A two and a two. And the mushroom kept being mentioned. Mushroom is 29. It's part of the two. So it's all being used, family, doing this divine awakening. Peace and love. Thank you, Sister Bev, and everybody involved. Thank us. Thank us. Better love, everyone. Peace, family. Appreciate the build, man. Appreciate the learning. and Appreciate the
Makiva Cleopatra They were all sapphire Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.